The text that I would like to share with you are really four verses of both lessons that we had this evening. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother that he sins against me? Up to seven times? And Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but 77 times. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard and a servant girl came to him And you were with Jesus of Galilee, she said, but he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about. In the name of Jesus, dear Christian friends, there was a pastor visiting a home of one of his members, an elderly woman, and he was going to give Holy Communion to her. And while they were visiting, a The doorbell rang, and at the door was much surprised of this woman was her brother, whom she hasn't really seen for 40 years. And the reason wasn't that he lived far, far away. In fact, he only lived 20 miles away from her. The reason was that they had a long-standing dispute over the amount of land that each one of them inherited from their parents. The brother came into the room and looked at his sister with eyes full of anger. And he said, I just wanted to see you one more time before either one of us died to tell you that I still hate you for what happened. And with that, he turned and walked out the door. The pastor that was there was just absolutely astounded at the depth of the anger in this man's voice and the tremendous cost of a lifetime of unforgiveness. How sad, he thought, that a family could be torn apart so simply because no one could say those three little words, I forgive you. Do you know of any stories like that? Are you living perhaps a story like that? If you are, I'm sure you could come up with all sorts of reasons why you can't forgive, why you want to continue to carry the burden of unforgiveness. It has been said that forgiveness is the most difficult things that we are called upon to do in life. It's so much more attractive to seek revenge, to try to repay hurt for hurt or pain for pain. But in the end, all it gains us is a lifetime of broken relationship and lost friendships. In his book, Lee, The Last Years, Charles Flood reported that after the Civil War, Robert E. Lee visited a Kentucky woman who took him to the remains of an old, grand old tree in front of her house. And there she bitterly cried that its limbs and trunk had been destroyed by the federal artillery fire. She looked to Lee for a word of condemning the North or some type of sympathizing with her loss. After a brief silence, General Lee said, cut it down. Cut it down, my dear madam, and forget it. It is better to forgive the injustices of the past than allow them to remain. 
Let bitterness take root and poison the rest of your life. Simply put, relationships are the result of sin in our lives. Sin destroys, sin tears down, sin leaves pain and hurt feelings and shatters life in its wake. And there is only one way to heal that brokenness, only one thing that can trigger the relationship shattered by sin, and that is forgiveness. Just look at the relationship of Peter and Jesus. After three long years of friendship, Peter could not stand up and admit that he was a follower of Jesus. And in the heat of the moment, he vehemently denied ever knowing him. Now, what should Jesus do? That denial Peter had to cut, had to cut Jesus to the core. He was his friend, his disciple, claiming that he didn't know him. Don't you think Jesus would be right in rejecting Peter? Don't you think Jesus would have been right if he never claimed Peter as one of his disciples ever again? If a friend had done that to you, what would you have done? But here is where we see the tremendous love of Jesus, not just for Peter, but for all of us. For we have all done the same thing. We too have denied him and pretended not to know him. And what does Jesus do? From the cross, he cries out, Father, forgive them. William Barclay writes, there is one eternal principle which, we, which will be valid as long as the world lasts. The principle is forgiveness is a costly thing. Human forgiveness is costly. A son or a daughter may go wrong, or a father or a mother may may forgive, but that forgiveness has brought tears. It was a price of the broken heart to pay. Divine forgiveness is costly. God's love, is, but it's God's holiness. God, least of all, can break that moral laws on which the universe is built. But sin must have its punishment, or the very structure of life disintegrates. And God alone can pay that terrible price that is necessary before man can forgive. Forgiveness is never a case of saying, it's all right. It doesn't matter. Forgiveness is the most costly thing in the world, he says. And thank God that Jesus was willing to pay that cost. Is there someone who needs to hear those words of forgiveness from you. Sure, forgiving them is difficult. But if we are followers of Jesus, if we have been forgiven by his grace for all of our sins, then what Jesus does in us and for us is not just forgive us, as great as that is. No, he changes us. He fills us with his love. He makes us into new creatures, people who have been given the capacity to love and to forgive, even as we are loved and forgiven. 
for the truth of it is that we can never find it within us to forgive. Not until we come face to face with what Jesus did for each one of us. Look at the cross. See Jesus hanging there. He is there because of your sins and mine. He is there suffering the punishment of God for our sins. He is there not because he deserves it, but because he loves us that much. He is there because he wanted to accomplish our forgiveness. He is there because in that death and resurrection, Jesus restored us to a right relationship with God. And through his death, we have been given life. And by dying, he has made it possible for us to be turned from God's enemies into God's friends. Even more than that, he has made it possible for us to be called the children of God. And that is exactly what we are. And as Jesus calls out from the cross, Father, forgive them, he turns our hatred to love from revenge to forgiveness. And through Jesus, we are given a whole new way of life, a whole new way of living. No longer is our life marked by keeping score or getting even. No longer must we endure broken relationships and bitter hatred. Through the forgiving love of Jesus, we can say to Father, forgive them. Now, can you imagine that family I just talked about at the beginning of our sermon? Could you imagine what it would have been like if that brother some four, 40 years ago said those words, I forgive you? Can you imagine the celebrations they could have enjoyed or the support of love for one another that could have been shared? It could have happened. It should have happened. But instead of carrying such a burden of unforgiveness, they could have lived a joyous life of forgiving love. Has God forgiven you? Then heed that invitation right now and put those burdens of hatred and unforgiveness down. And by the power of God working in you, set them aside. And then with, and then with the broken relationships restored again, we can celebrate the wholeness that is ours through Jesus Christ. Amen.